When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight, we have two Monday Night Football games. At 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, two at Tyreek in the AFC leading Dolphins, AFC East, excuse me, leading Dolphins host the Titans on ESPN and ESPN Deportes and on ABC. Jordan Love and the Packers take on Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants. Peyton and Eli will be on ESPN2 breaking down both games. Everything also available on ESPN+. Plus. Okay, let's check in on the MVP race. Lamar Jackson accounted for nearly 400 yards of offense and three touchdowns in the Ravens' overtime win against the Rams. Baltimore now holds the AFC's one seed over in the NFC. The 49ers moved into their top seed with the win versus the Seahawks. Brock Purdy had a pair of touchdowns and threw for a career-high 368 yards in that victory. Not to be outdone, Dak Prescott threw two touchdowns in the Cowboys' 24 win over the Eagles, which has Dallas and Philly with identical 10-3 and records. Let's go, Dak. Talk to me. All right. Uh, we'll get that Dak sound a little bit later for you guys. But in the meantime, Stephen A., do you think Dak should be the MVP frontrunner after what we just saw Sunday Night Football? Honestly, I'm going to say yes. At this particular moment in time, I'll give credit where credit is due again. I expect uh, different things in January, but we're, we're in December, and then we'll leave it at that. We sure are. Um, right now, he's first in the league with 28 touchdown passes. Uh, he's tied for second in passer rating. I'm sorry, he's at second in passer rating behind Brock Purdy. He's fourth in completion percentage at 69%. He's fifth in pass yards with 269. And after 15 interceptions last year, he's on pace for just eight this year. And the Dallas Cowboys are winning with a 10-3 and record, and they're top the NFC East. And he just beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And even when he lost, he played lights out against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road at Lincoln Financial Field. I have to give credit where credit is due. The first six games of this year, he was passing like 222 yards per game with six touchdowns, four interceptions, and a 91 pass rating. And over the last seven games, it's at 310 passing yards with 22 touchdowns, just two interceptions, and a 119.6 pass rating. 22 touchdown passes over the last seven games are tied for the most over a seven-game span in Cowboys franchise history. We have to give credit where credit is due, considering all that he's overcoming, considering Pastor Clark and how he's bloviated about Dak Prescott and the challenges that he has overcome and what have you. It's really a feel-good story. It's Christmas yeah. time in the city. We want to hey, give him love. Shannon, I was actually five. about to. This is like I was actually about to compliment That's you. That's right. As I'm and just say, saying, we got to give credit where credit is due. How mature <laughs> and adult yeah. of an analysis that that was. Yeah. And just yeah. right when you. Have me there to what say something good about what you. What you messed it up. I know that he messed it up. I'm just telling the truth. I mean, you know, Pastor Clark does get on those sermons yeah. now, get in the yeah. pulpit and get those yeah. sermons. I mean, I'm just what those are accurate things that I'm saying. Shay Sharp, don't 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 you buy into this, Shay Sharp. Shay Sharp, don't you buy into this. Well, I will let <laughs> Come you know on, what? Man. I don't, Stephen A. I don't know where RC's gonna go. 
But I'm going to let you and R.C. have your hallmark moment. Y'all going to do a movie about <laughs> Dak Prescott mm. <laughs> right now? For me, I'm going to say it's Brock Purdy, but only by a whisker. Because if you look at Purdy, he's second in the NFL in passing yards. He's second in touchdowns attempts. He's outside the top 20 in pass attempts. Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. He's second in passing yards. He's second in passing touchdowns. But he's outside the top 20 in pass attempts. Now, Dak is third in passing yards, first in passing touchdowns. He's sixth in, uh, 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 in passing attempts. I just think the thing is because I think the voters, and this, you know, I used to be a voter for one of these. The voters are going to look at, look at what Brock Purdy did against the Cowboys. Look at what Brock Purdy did against the Philadelphia Eagles. Look at get some of the major competitions. Now, it's a long, we still got, what, four games left in the season. And a lot of things can happen. But when you look at Purdy's completion percentage, his QBR, and you look at what he's doing, and he's not throwing the ball a ton of times, it's going to be hard for the voters to overlook that. Plus, the Cowboys have seven defensive and special team touchdowns. Seven. The 49ers have none. But right now, by whisker, I said, you know, we were talking about a two-horse race earlier, guys. Right now, by nose, I said it's uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's it's those two quarterbacks right now that are in the MVP candidacy. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott because I believe he's been asked to do more for the Dallas Cowboys. You know how often the San Francisco 49ers run the football? 46% of the time. And from that, you get into that great play-action game that Brock Purdy executes at a level that Kyle Shanahan has never had a quarterback execute at. I think that Brock Purdy is showing you it's not what Jimmy Garoppolo used to do. This is Jimmy Garoppolo on steroids. This is Jimmy Garoppolo, and now I can elevate my team to a point to where they're a Super Bowl favorite. And so I'm not saying that Brock Purdy doesn't do a ton for this team. But if we remember, we discussed the entire offseason what was Mike McCarthy's run-heavy offense going to look like? That this was going to be a team that was going to get away from what Kellen Moore did and run the football more. That's not what this team is. This is Dak Prescott's team. This is the team that is centered and built around the decisions that Dak Prescott makes at the line of scrimmage and the decisions that Dak Prescott makes in the pocket. After the San Francisco 49er game, Dak Prescott, who had the gruesome leg injury a couple of years ago, said, man, I got to start using my legs again. I got to start creating second chance play opportunities for C.D. Lamb, for Jake Ferguson. And he's done that. I got to start using my legs to get us into the end zone. He's done that. I got to say, when my team is having a game like they're having against the Seattle Seahawks, when my defense isn't turning the ball over, when they aren't getting a stop, I got to step up and be that difference maker. And he was that. And here is the only reason, Shea Sharp and... Stephen A, that I have Dak with the edge because I watched Brock Purdy against the Minnesota Vikings when we had to have a play, Brock Purdy, when Debo Samuel wasn't out there and you came up short. Mm-hmm. You threw it to the other team. I watched you against the Browns in the game that Debo went out when you had an opportunity, when your defense holds the Browns under 20 points and you came up short. I watched you against the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Get your doors blown off when Debo Samuel and Trent Williams wasn't there. Now, don't get me wrong. Any team that doesn't have those two players, any quarterback that is missing those two guys would not perform at the highest level. But the one thing about the MVP, 
you're supposed to elevate the people around you, mm. not need the people around you to elevate you. I get you, See, and I feel I, Go ahead, go ahead, Shannon. Go ahead, Shannon. I was going to say this. R.C., you said that when Mike McCarthy took over, you wanted to see the run-based offense. They can't That's run what the Mike football. McCarthy said, yeah. Yeah, no, but they can't run the football. It. So they have to put the ball in Dak Prescott's hands. It's not, it's not the 49ers because they have Christian McCaffrey, and they can run the air out of the football, and you're absolutely right. So now when I stick the ball in his belly and I pull it out, I got guys IU wide open. I got yeah. Debo streaking down the field. I got a George Kittle wide open for the touchdown. It's because the Cowboys and their inability to run the football yeah. and get those tough yardage. But Dak Prescott has been phenomenal. He's been very, very impressive over the last month and a half, two months of the football season. But for me, I would say Brock Purdy by nose. But like you said, we got four games to go. And you'll find uh, out. My- yeah, they got the Buffalo Bills, Stephen A. They got the Miami Dolphins. They got two games. Now, he goes on the road these next two weeks and light those two teams up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for Brock Purdy because I don't think he has the matchup. I mean, you got the Arizona Cardinals, and I think you got the Rams. Uh, I, I don't know about that. But well, let's just say on Christmas, he throws for four touchdowns against the Ravens. Yeah. In a national televised That's game, different. Stephen A. That's different. It is different. And I just think, listen. It's the regular season. We want to give love where it's too. I mean, when it really, really counts. <laughs> Bro, you have a different what? conversation. But what I'm saying is for the regular season, Mike McCarthy got rid of Kellen Moore. Yep. Yes. He wanted to take over offensive play calling. Yes. He walked into the season saying we needed more balance. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to say this, and I say this affectionately not to be insulted, but Mike McCarthy lied. He lied to get the responsibility. <laughs> he lied to get rid of Kellen Moore, and then yeah. he went about the business of doing exactly what Kellen Moore did. Yeah. The Broke Dallas the Cowboys are passing the ball on 55.7% of their plays. It's closer to a 56-44 split in terms okay. of passing as opposed to running. This man did not tell the truth. He did what he did, just like he, <laughs> he jokingly acknowledged he lied to get the job for the Dallas Cowboys when he became, when he became the head coach. Yeah. He's now exposing that he lied to get rid of Kellen Moore so he could take off offensive play hey, calls. Hey. And he basically did the same thing. There's the same Stephen imbalance a. that exists, but now he's calling a play. Hey. I ain't mad at him. I'm listen, not mad. If you're going to lie, if you're going to lie, gonna lie just, just do the job good. Do the job. And he's doing it. I'm just saying, but he lied. I'm just hey, saying, I ain't mad okay. at him, but he lied. CRC, you don't understand. See, I know what Stephen A. See, Stephen A. won't Dak to win the MVP. So when they get beat in the playoffs, y'all you know what it is. Right. Y'all got you the know what it is. He, he think he's slick, but you can't be slick to a can of oil. I know it. I've been with him for <laughs> three months, but I know him already, Molly. It's the first time this season Dak's the outright MVP favorite, leading the league in pass TDs and TD to interception ratio. Imagine Stephen A. were in Vegas and the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, something. <sighs> it would be the that, greatest. Would be, it would be the greatest would, week of your life, actually. But seriously, wouldn't that be fitting for Dallas that it's like the first one in Vegas? Jerry Jones, Vegas. It'd be perfect. It feels right. It'd be perfect. It wouldn't be perfect for me. All them damn nauseated, disgusting fans. Okay. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Your life. So people feel like... Good day, Sunday. LeBron was in attendance to watch his son, Bronny, play his first collegiate game for USC, which came less than five months after his cardiac arrest incident. Bronny notched four points, three rebounds, two, uh, two assists, two steals, and one very impressive block in 16 Pops! There we go. <laughs> just, like, just like Pops right there. Uh, Shannon, how great was this to see? Considering what he had gone through this, uh, this summer... It's amazing to see him come back and to be on the court and to be in, to be around his teammates because, you know, he went to school and, and he, he mentioned all the support that he got from the doctors at the Mayo Clinic, his family, his siblings, and, and the team. He's great. I mean, you're looking at a guy, look at his body. He's six foot three. He can shoot the ball. He's a great on-ball defender, defend at a high level. The only thing, he doesn't have his father's height, Stephen A. He's not going to okay. be 6'9 like dad. But there's a place in the NBA for a guy that can defend and can knock down shots. And I believe he possessed that capability. Hey, Shannon, I don't know. He's 6'3 right now. He got time. He's still got a little time left to grow. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, he, I mean I'm not saying he's going to be 6'9. But he's going to be he, – he could potentially be 6'6". Six, six. He, he, could, he could pull that off. It's still, it's still a little time left for him to yeah. go. I, I think so. That's number one. Number two, I love the fact that he can defend. I love seeing that block, that athleticism, okay? Let's see what kind of – more importantly, man, I'm just so happy to see him on the basketball yeah, court man. looking so healthy or whatever. Oh, my God. I mean, when we heard that news over the summer, I mean, our prayers were with them all, man, because, I mean, that just usurps and takes over everything. So it was great to see him on the basketball court, and it was great to see LeBron James being able to be there. I like what I see. I think this kid's got a lot of potential because he defends, all right, and because he can block shots, obviously. It's going to be real interesting to see what he does moving forward with USC. He got a very very hard job, guys. His dad is LeBron James. Yeah. And you know what the expectations are when your father is who he is. And Shannon, that's one. In, in all, in all honesty, Molly, let me just say this real quick to Shannon. Shannon, that's one of the reasons, especially sitting in this chair, in this position, covering basketball the way that I do. You really hear me talk about this kid over the years, because I knew how unfair it was because of who his dad was. Mm-hmm. I just wanted. I knew eventually, you know, obviously, you get to the uh, yeah. collegiate level and all that other stuff. But because of who his dad was, I've talked about him very, very little. But now that he's on a collegiate level at USC, obviously, we're going to have to, and we'll all eye uh, his progress. We're 
we're just happy to see him out there healthy. Oh, and yes. He's going to make Absolutely. his own path. He's a good kid. But it was all about the James gang this weekend. How about LeBron the day before continuing to pile up the accolades? The Lakers defeated the Pacers, won the first ever in-season tournament, 123-109. King James was MVP at the tender age of 38, putting up 24-11-4. Shannon. What statement did LeBron and the Lakers make in this in-season tournament to the rest of the league? Don't look at me, Stephen A. You look at this, Stephen A. You know who it is. It's Goat James. It's Goat, Goat, Goat James in the building, baby. You know it's going to just be a matter of Where time. Where did you get that? <laughs> oh, my God. Take that. Take that, that off, man. That is so good, Take that Shannon. off, man. Stop it. Stop it right now. You're unbelievable, man. I mean, you, you're unbelievable, man. Just stop it. You, where the hell did you find that man? Where did you find it, Shannon? Where did you find it, man? Where did you find it? Shannon, you're the best. Oh, my God. That oh, was so good. Stop it. You, stop. You saw it. Stephen A., no one's did ever you see done that? a mask in our eight years or however long we've been doing it. And, and hopefully we'll no never do it again. Oh, no. Hopefully we'll never do it again. Oh, my God. Shannon, I would give you a standing all right yeah, now. Oh, my God. Oh, Stephen A., go J- I told you this. I told you Go Jay was going to make several appearances. That was the first of many. The first of many. He said it. There will be a lot of other in-season tournaments. Uh, winners. There'll be a lot of other in-season tournament MVPs, but they can only be the first one time. You can only be first at something one time. And you know what? I, I had a conversation with Adam Silver. I think we might name the MVP after old Goat James. What you think about that, Stephen A? I think Goat James, he should have that award named after him. He was I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Anthony Davis was tremendous. All day. Now, when you give me 40 and 20, and he was dominant on both ends. And see, this is what I like. Anytime they got the mismatch, because he got Miles Turner in foul trouble. Anytime he got a mismatch, he called a Krispy Kreme. Because he was going to get a dozen of them hot ones, and he was eating them up. Everybody got it. it he didn't let anybody off the hook. He grouched going to the basket. He was aggressive. And old Goat James did what he normally does. And we had the Kobe of the Ozark. Alster Reeves gave us 28 and had the flu. And I'm like, LeBron, I can't tell who had the better flu game. A flu game back at 97 or Austin Reeves in Vegas. But if the Lakers play like this, Anthony Davis, because I'm not worried about LeBron because I already know what he's going to give me. LeBron going to be LeBron James. But if Anthony Davis can play like this, and I'm Stephen A., it's unrealistic. Yeah. If he gives us 40 and 20, he's going to be Wilton 62 when Wilton we'll average 50 and 25. So we don't expect that. But we do expect, expect a level of consistency. From Anthony Davis. If he gives us that, ooh, we can beat anybody, anywhere, anytime. And somebody go if we stay healthy, Lakers mm-hmm. stay healthy, somebody gonna catch hell beating us four times well, in seven games. Well, first of all, a couple of things to to, to mention. Um, at, at, I remember I picked the Lakers to win this tournament at the very very beginning. I picked them to win this thing of because of LeBron James. All right, and I'll get into that in a second, Shannon. Before I go before I go on about this particular point, I just wanted to get to you about those taxes because you in L.A. when we were talking <laughs> about Shohei Otani, yeah. it, 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 I got it according to this report. Shoya Tani's yearly salary is at $70 million. After taxes in California, it's going to be at 
I just wanted to throw that Stop out. Stop it. 70, 34.8. Stop it. After taxes. Yeah, they wrong with that. that. Uh, I'm just letting you know I'm moving straight to Florida. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know that. Two I'm just, years, I'm just, I'll I'm be I'm just letting y'all know that when ESPN want to talk to me about California, New York, I got different plans. I mean, I, I can't take these taxes. I just can't take these taxes. Let's I can't take taxes these taxes. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. <That is laughs> Let's try something. Let's try something. Let's try something now. Miami, Vegas, something. We got to figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> let me get back to let me get back to LeBron James. Not Goat James. Go, LeBron go, James. Stop Don't it. do that, Stephen. Stop it. Don't do stop that, it. You stop it right now. Don't you do stop that. it right now. LeBron James was sensational. Was sensational. And during the in-season tournament, average 26, 8, and 7, 56.8% shooting from the field, 60.6% shooting from three. From the three. That's just unbelievable. Now. Is that going to last as the season progresses? No, it's not. <laughs> we know better, okay? But LeBron James, believe it or not, is not the story. He's the headline because he deserves it. And by the way, he put Zion Williamson to shame, which I'll get into in a second here because I ain't letting him oh. off the hook. But oh. LeBron James, to come out there, Molly, we're in attendance. And I got to tell you, to, I watched LeBron James watch watch uh, warm up before the championship yeah. game. He had hit like seven three-pointers. He had hit like 15 to 16 three-pointers before the game just warming up. I was on court, court side watching him warm up. And by the way, he was admiring my fly purple suit. I just want to throw that out as an aside. What, what did he actually he just, say? He just, I'm admiring he just, it? Or no, you just he, just, he just looked at me. He said, uh-huh, uh, I see you. That's what he said. We know what that means. The point that I'm trying to make is this. LeBron is LeBron. And to come out there and to put as much emphasis and as much urgency to making sure he won that tournament, that's what champions do. He reminded us what superstars are and that there's levels to this, and he's just on a level nobody outside of probably Steph Curry is on in a modern-day game, period. Having said that, let's get to Anthony Davis. Now, Anthony Davis walks around with attitude, walks around with a chip on his shoulder. Let me be the first to say to Anthony Davis, I don't give a damn. Nobody said you can't play. Nobody said you're not great. Nobody said you're not a great person. What we said is you're not consistent. Correct. Live with it and, tell, and show us otherwise. That Anthony Davis that was abusing Miles Turner, and I like Miles Turner, who had a really great in-season tournament averaging 20 points on 50, better than 52% shooting, you were taking advantage of Miles Turner. Miles Turner's a damn good player. He ain't Jokic. He ain't Jokic. What you going to do then when you go up against that brother? Let's find out, Anthony Davis. That's what we need to see on a consistent basis because them brothers swept you last year. We need to see the greatness that we saw from Anthony Davis. There is no reason why we can't see that on a more consistent basis. Shannon Sharp, if Anthony Davis plays like that, I'm with you. I'm going with the Lakers to go to the finals, if not win it all, okay? If Anthony Davis plays like that. If he doesn't, they going home early. It's that simple. Whether LeBron plays that way or not, Anthony Davis has to show up and help him. If he doesn't, the Lakers are going to fall short. That's the reality. And last point about Zion Williamson. Have you no shame? Oh. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. This brother had an opportunity. He's 50, more than 15 years younger than LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is in his 21st season. Forget the talent, because we know Aunt Zion Williamson is a big-time talent. The conditioning. I saw the brother go to the free throw line. He looked like he had a belly. He looked like he had a belly. It is shameful. You got chefs in New Orleans. I'm not exaggerating. I'm quoting people. You got chefs in New Orleans who love him. They're looking for him. Everybody, every chef there wants to meet him because they know he'll show up to their restaurant. The, the, the word out on Zion Williamson is that 
He'll eat the table. I'm quoting. He'll eat the table. What in the hell is going on with Zion Williamson? If Zion Williamson is healthy, conditioned, not missing 63% of his games like he has thus far in his career, New Orleans got a chance, Shannon, to be in a conference championship game. Without him, they're going home in the first round. Have you no pride? Have you no discipline? Have you no focus? Get your stuff together, young man. Get your stuff together. You are too great to be walking around looking as rotund as you're looking. Get it together. Go ahead, Shannon. Stephen, you're absolutely right. The very first thing that Zion Williamson should have done once he declared for the NBA draft was call Charles Barkley. Now, whether you refer to him as Mr. Barkley, Charles, or Chuck, how did you do it? I want to play a long, healthy career. I believe because I believe he's a more athletic Charles Barkley. That's what, I, yeah. that's what he looks like. A guy that's explosive, 200. He needs to be 260. He doesn't need to be 300 pounds. And I told people his eating habits, his diet – is unbecoming a professional athlete that's making that kind of money. Oh, let the man live. Well, if you want to live, go ahead. Get out of the NBA because it's being reported that they've asked him, get your training up to par, get you a, tr- get you a nutritionist, and get your conditioning up to par. And he has yet to do that. Can you see that it's robbing you of years because you're injured? It's, it's disappointing. Because two things are happening. His stomach is going one way and his behind is going the other way. And as a professional athlete, that's not a good sign. Yeah. That's not a good sign, Stephen. And Shannon, am I ac- and Shannon, was I accurate when I said he went to the free throw line and I saw a belly? Is that, is that what you saw? You can look at him and tell he's overweight. Yeah. And guess the what? behind one way and the stomach yes. <laughs> one way. But you know what? But you know what, guys? Big young people grow to be big old people. That's right. And if you're a professional athlete, especially in that sport, that's why he has all the injuries. What are the injuries? Lower body, knees, ankles. Why? Because you're not meant to be able to be that explosive. He's an 18-wheeler with a Ferrari engine. So imagine an 18-wheeler that can go 180 miles an hour and try to slam on brakes. What's going to happen? Stuff's going to start breaking. Stuff's going to start tearing. Zion, you're too good. We're great. not beating you. Great. We're not. We're, we don't, we're rooting we, for him. We want you to be your absolute best. So this is and some tough love. Yes, yes. Tough you're deni- love, pep yes, talk. Yes, you're denying that. Yeah. You're denying Mo- yourself Molly, the you realize that? Molly, do you, yeah, you have any idea how – I'm saying all joking aside, Molly, this brother walked up. He went to the free throw line and the belly bounced. I'm okay. not right. joking. Okay. No, that's not funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not, being dead I'm serious. Well, we got, okay. he, got, he got to show up, and he's too great. Okay. He's too great for this. And Anthony Davis and him, the rest of you. No, Anthony Davis not that way. But I'm just saying, LeBron James, sure he's great. But, damn, does he have to be so flagrantly in better right. condition than y'all? It's 21st right. year. It's got to mean something to Zion. It can't mean more to us than it means to him. Okay. Yes. Good deal. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket.
paid for by NHTSA. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. How about them Cowboys? After a huge victory over the Eagles last night, Dallas currently finds themselves tied atop the NFC East while Philly, with Philly, excuse me, while also holding the tiebreaker, Dak continues to dominate, notching his seventh straight game with multiple passing touchdowns, and the Cowboys have now won 15 straight at home. Loving the home cooking. Despite last night's loss, the Eagles remain the favorites to win the NFC East, a significant reason why Philly has the league's easiest remaining schedule with all four games coming against teams with losing records. Okay, Shannon Sharp, yes. Hall of Famer, can you answer this for me? Will the Cowboys win the NFC East? Mm. It's a tough Man, one, when you, put, you mentioned, Molly, that you said the Cowboys have won this many games at home. Unfortunately, three of their last four games are on the road. Mm-hmm. And they go to Buffalo, they go to Miami. So they'll probably stay on the East Coast for the entirety of the next two weeks once they arrive in Buffalo and then probably go to Miami shortly thereafter that. Um, if these both of these teams went out, the Eagles will win the division because they would have a better conference record. Mm-hmm. But, man, the way the Eagles are playing, it gives me cause for concern. But they got the Giants twice. Uh, they got the Cardinals, and they're Cardinals. at Seattle. All things being equal, I'm going to say probably I would lean towards the Eagles only because of the schedule. Because I think Buffalo or Miami will get get the Cowboys. One or the other. I, I don't know which one. I don't think the Lions or the Commanders are winning one of those games. So I'm going to say the, uh, uh, the, Bills, the Bills or the uh, Dolphins will get them. I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I'm going to stick with the Eagles solely based on the schedule. Not because I believe they're a better team, but because I think the competition that they face is a little, is a little inferior to what the uh, Cowboys face. I'm going to agree with Shannon on this. I think I'm going to lean with the Eagles as well because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I will say to you, however, is that um, the Eagles better win. Yeah. Eagles better get home field advantage, um, particularly against the Cowboys. You do not want to go to Dallas if you are the Eagles. You San Francisco, you don't care. Mm. But if you're the Eagles, you need to be in Philadelphia in a playoff game against Dallas, in my, in my humble opinion. I think the Cowboys, we're going to find out what they're made of when we talk about them going on, to the, on the road against Buffalo and Miami. It's going to be really interesting to see. I'm interested in their game against the Lions, but more so because I want to see what the Lions are made of. Yeah. You know, you just lost to Chicago. We've been raving about the Lions mm. for most of the season. Over the last several weeks, they've fallen off. Now I want to see what they're made of. What, 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 what Dan Campbell, what you got going on with this? But I would uh, I would agree with Shannon. I would lean with the Eagles by default. Their schedule is much easier. You got two games against the Giants and the Commanders in three of your last four games. And, and a suspect Seattle team without Geno, uh, yeah. Geno Smith, even if he does come back, he's not going to be 100%. You should be able to win three of the four, if not all four games, if you are the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. We can't say that about You know that. if they both went out, though, Philly went. Fifth, yes. yes, Philly still yeah. did it. Like, that's that's right. the, and see, and, and that's, to me, the thing that the Philadelphia Eagles have, if they both went out, they win the the division. But Philly also plays all NFC games as well. Mm-hmm. So if they do start to lose some of those games, some of those tiebreakers that they have over the Dallas Cowboys will go away. But, man, 
I just don't expect the Philadelphia Eagles to lose to the Arizona Cardinals. I don't expect them to lose to the New York Giants. And honestly, if they start to lose some of these games, when you look at the last four, they got bigger problems than the Dallas Cowboys anyway. This is a team that's going to have to do some soul searching if you are the Philadelphia Eagles. But what I do love about the Dallas Cowboys schedule is they got a chance to prove something, not to us, but to themselves. themselves. Correct. The Dallas Cowboys got a chance to go on the road, and I don't care what you think about the Buffalo Bills right now, Josh Allen is playing at such a high level. Joe Brady handing the football off, giving them opportunities to get into play action. That's going to be a difficult game on the road. And then you got to go to Miami, who has an opportunity to host playoff teams, I mean to host playoff games and be the number one seed in the AFC. These next two weeks, we'll have an opportunity to sit on this show in two Mondays from now and say that the Dallas Cowboys are either the real deal or we jump the gun a little bit. And so I believe the stretch run is more important, importantly about that for both of these two teams than it is about actually winning the, the division because we do know if both teams went out, the Philadelphia Eagles will get the nod. But I think, I think this, this game, the Cowboys over the next three weeks for Miami and Buffalo, is going to tell us a lot about all three teams because mm-hmm. we're going to find out if Miami can beat good teams. Because, yep. Stephen A., remember, we've been talking about Miami beating inferior teams, and when they step up in competition, they Ooh. falter. Now yep. we're going to find out, Buffalo, are y'all the real deal? Are y'all, have y'all finally gotten your act together and y'all can put this thing together and be what many thought you were going to be at the beginning of the season? So over the next two weeks, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Bills will be able to tell us a lot more about themselves than we previously knew. Yeah. Dallas-Miami, or do we want Dallas-Baltimore? In the Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't know. So I my, my, like pre- my preseason pick was Dallas-Baltimore. Ooh, that's I would good. Say this to you. Dallas-Miami. I would say this too. to you. I would want Dallas-Baltimore because I don't think as explosive as Miami is, I don't think you're winning a game the magnitude of the Super Bowl unless your defense is up to snuff. Mm. I have no doubt about Baltimore's defense. I like. I have questions options. about Miami. Shannon, what are you fantasizing about with those matchups? Well, if it was on our network, I'd want to see. I would want to see uh, uh, Cowboys Kansas City, but it doesn't <laughs> look like we're gonna. So since it's on someone's, I think they would want. Obviously, you want the Cowboys. Yeah. Yes, I, but I I, I, it's going to break every record. It's gonna, if the Cowboys yep. are in it, Stephen A., it's going to break every Super Bowl record. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. I, 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 I concur with that. I concur too. with yeah. that. Oh, well, you know, we, 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 we break records. It's what we do. But the point <laughs> is, is that, the, I, listen, nice let's, not get, let's not get beside ourselves. <laughs> there will not be okay. a Cowboys Super Bowl. So the 49ers Stephen A., will be going to the Super Bowl. I picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. If it the Cowboys happen. go to the Super Bowl, what are you going to do? There, there has to be... There has to be some we gotta offering, work Thursday, Friday. Oh, well, we're some be offering, some sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice to, like to, the, a, to, like the, to the football gods. It don't that have the, to be that the Dallas Cowboys have to be. I know, I know, I know. What we do. Wait, 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 hold on, Shannon. Wait, hold on. I have the best what? idea ever. I know. What? If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I get to shave Stephen A.'s head on air. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. Ain't no way in hell. I, I, I need to get a How bigger head. I would not, that this peanut head, I will not do that. I will not do that. I will not do that. Why are you not hey, backing hey, me Stephen up? Because I can't do my dog dance. No, 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 no. I can't no, no. do my dog dance. What if I just do a star? Hell no. What if hell no. First of all, let me tell you something right now. First of all, the Cowboys themselves would want to do it. 
Not you. So, no, that's not happening. Come up with something else. Fine, Marcus. Ahead, you can, imagine, can do it. Can you imagine the Cowboys and Vegas already going to be off the chain? Yes. Oh, but yeah. can you imagine what it's going to be like that, that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? <laughs> it's the first time in my life I might hide. I might hide. I, I, I might be in Vegas I, I, and nobody can find nobody, and nobody, hey. and nobody can find. You gonna be outside. I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna be outside. Stephen A, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out like a scout on a new route. I ain't gonna be hiding. <laughs> oh no, not Vegas. Oh you know, no, you know not make, Vegas. You know what make me sick? You know what make me sick about ESPN? ESPN will be like this budget, 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 you know what I'm saying? We might not do this, we might not do that. How much you wanna make a bet all of a sudden all of our shows will be live outside with an audience <laughs> and, <laughs> if the cowboys made it because oh, because they wanna expose me to that level of scrutiny. But it don't matter because what will happen is okay. Is that let's go. I'm they're done. Lose. No, I'm in control. They're gonna lose. I don't want to hear your negativity. Lose. We just I, I know you. You want part of shape in my head. What's wrong with you? That was, that's a, that negative. was a good that's one. Negative. That is no, negative. No, it that's wasn't. Negative. That's negativity. That's a good bet. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails: your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Com. Joe Flacco is showing that age is nothing but a number like LeBron. It's a theme this morning. Uh, we once debated if Flacco was elite. Now the former Super Bowl MVP may be 38 like LeBron, but he played like he was still in his prime yesterday, throwing for 311 yards, three touchdowns, and the Browns 31-27 to win over the Jags. So Cleveland's one of the 11 AFC teams with a winning record this season. They currently hold the top wildcard spot at the five seed with a half dozen seven and six teams behind them. Okay, you're up first. All right, Browns, contenders or pretenders? I'm going to say contenders um, because they've got the number one defense in yards allowed in their first and third down defense. Their offense lead the league in rushing attempts and they're the seventh-ranked rushing attack. We keep bringing up the name Kareem Rush, like uh, Kareem Hunt, rather, like he's nobody. Player. This is a guy that can ball. It's just that he wasn't Nick Chubb. What I find myself, Shannon and RC, fantasizing about is what are they going to be next year when Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb are back? That's going to be something to behold from Cleveland. The only reason I would say that they're a contender as opposed to a pretender right now, even with the 38-year-old Joe Flacco as your starting quarterback, five touchdowns over the last two weeks, by the way, is because you have an experienced individual behind center as opposed to a novice. He's immobile. We get that part, but he's experienced. If you can run the ball and you can defend – you two are two of the people who taught me that is a winning formula Travels in playoff too. competition because that kind of play travels. Mm -hmm. You can defend and you can run the football. The combination of those two things to me, combined with how haphazard the National Football, the AFC Conference specifically has been, says to me they got a shot where they could hurt some people. I can't ignore them. I don't expect them to, but I can't sleep on them. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at Joe Flacco, and he's never been the greatest regular season quarterback, but we know what he represents once he gets into the playoff. He's a guy that's one, has gone on the road and beat Peyton Manning in his building, beat mm-hmm. Tom Brady in his building, won a Super Bowl MVP. So we know what he represents, although he's at a ripe age of 38. He still has the arm. He can stretch. He can challenge any area on the field. He can throw the ball uh, 50, 60 yards in an 80-mile-an-hour mile, mile win. So he possessed that. But do I think they can win three games in the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl? I don't believe they can do that, Stephen A. Do I think they can cause a team some problems? Yeah. I do. I do. But I don't think they can ultimately reach their destination, which is Las Vegas, and get to the Super Bowl. That's what's the hard thing about the pretenders or contenders title. Mm-hmm. Because if you got to pick one, it sounds like you're saying you don't think this team could be formidable in any manner, which they can. They could play defense. They have a quarterback yeah. that understands it. They have a quarterback that could stretch the integrity of the deep part of the football field. And you also have a team that can run the football so you can put him in play action, which gives him opportunities to be a little more protected. And now his immobility doesn't become an issue. But when you're looking at the teams you'll have to play in the playoffs and saying to yourself, can this team rise to the occasion in the divisional round? Do I expect them to be a team playing in the AFC championship? I don't. But as it stands now, this is a playoff team, and this is the team that's going to be one of those that's going to make it so ugly and so difficult they're going to give themselves a chance to win an early playoff game. But I just don't see with Joe Flacco, with his limitations now at his age, with his experience, this team being able to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think you got to put them in a situation where they're at a deficit, guys. I, mm-hmm. Because like you mentioned, Stephen, they, they, they run the football. So what do you want to do with a running team? Put them behind and get them out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I want Joe Flacco to throw the ball 30, 40-plus times. Yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, 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 R.C., he is a mobile. The Statue of Liberty has moved more than Joe Flacco in his career. So man, we know the Statue you, of Liberty hadn't, hadn't moved <laughs> since they put it up at Ellis Island. So we understand that. Shannon and Kendrick Perkins, is the king of one line. Can't get one line. Shannon and Perkins. This would be a show. It should be called One Line. It's between those two. There ain't nobody going to beat them. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm just wondering so, if you practice them or they're just off the dome. No, they're like on top of his works. head. They're on top of his head. They're on top of his head. I've seen him do it too many times. It's off but the top that's how you know they, that he really country, though. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, and that's a compliment. Sure. And that's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't thing? no big deal. Huh? It's a country thing? Yeah, yeah right. it's just, it's just it's yeah, like, it is. hey, you, you sit it around, is. you talk, you, you just talk crap. Yeah, it you, sounds like you, a good time. You ribbing on each no other? We just come up with stuff. No, no doubt. When I was in school, when I was in school down south, everybody I was running to had from down there had one line. So I get exactly where he's coming from. I got to go. I'm killing Sam right now. Cleveland leads the league 27 turnovers. Sam's our producer. That's a problem. That's a problem for Cleveland. Sorry, Sam. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch
switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. We know that Stephen A. likes to dress well on first take, or at least he tries. <laughs> Over the weekend, Richard Jefferson and S.A. were having a debate on who dressed the best at ESPN. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. It's fresh. I'm proud of you. Because that's what I said. When I walked in, I was like, who's going to get second? I, I, I figured it might be you. I'm but you didn't you. Did this Look, it's not second. No, it really this is. This is second. No, no, no. no. See, see, this, this is, is first. This is the thing. See, this, this, is this right here is the MJ. This is the LeBron. It's close. I'm saying you're the second best on the planet. Not at all. I'm saying you're the second Not best on the planet. It looks good, man. I, I, I love you. I, I love it that you're rocking you the purple like the Lakers. Are you going to let me speak? No, no, no. no. This is not your stage. This is not your show. So funny to me, dog. She's hilarious. He's hilarious. funny, dog. Hey, RC, I know you know a thing or two about fashion. Um, so who's the best dressed on first take? As in, like, the everyday people or we're not going on? But everyone. Okay, so the, entire okay, cast, so, so the, through Friday. the best dressed person on the show is Molly. Yeah. I think Molly's the cleanest. And she's the most versatile. Obviously. Thank right? you. If we're talking about people who visit the show... Well, okay, like me, of course. Um, you're not but, a visitor. You're 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 a, a pivotal contributor. Oh well, to the show. well, it's me then. Well, yeah, it's you, done. You look in the week. You're yeah, well, it's, well, it's me for sure. Hold on, Who I would, would you say. Put hold on, that? hold on, hold on. Shay Sharp. It's me. Let's me. It's me. Shay Sharp. Yeah. Y'all are you are y'all on drugs. Me and Shay Sharp got you. You know, hold on. Yeah, oh look, we doing this for real, so y'all really want to, I'll tell you what, you know what? Oh yeah, this is for in real, 20, for real. In 24, I'm going to shut it all down. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm done with it. Is that a challenge? Hold up, hold up. Shannon, Shannon, I'm already on it. I'm ahead of you. I'm already on it. can't be a judge. She's not objective. She lies all the time. Already on it. Please, stop it, Shannon. Bye-bye. He's going to shut it down.